Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast Live. Thank you so much for joining us here on YouTube. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and this uh, handsome gentleman over here to my, you know, that side. Uh, <laughs> it's our founder, our fearless leader of coordination.com, Mr. John Dam Johnston. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm getting by in my old age. How are you? It's been a tough week, Greg. Man, I'll tell you what. I am. I I feel like a smashed asshole. A smashed asshole? Is that a, is that a, is that a phrase you're familiar with? No, it's not. I was going to try to do the show in some shitty accent, but it's not working because I'm just... Uh, uh, before the show, Greg said he has not slept well this week, and I haven't slept well this week. And uh, it's... Uh, it's been a tough week, you know, for fatigue and uh, brain fog. And uh, thank God we're playing to opponent we're favored by a lot. I need to look that up. It says right there on my thing, John the Unprepared. Uh, which is, hey, you know what? That's okay. It has been, like you said, it's been a week. So uh, I have, I've been very busy this week with work. I've been talking a lot, which I do anyway. Um, but I can feel at times my my throat closing uh, and, and getting scratchy. Then last night, uh, I get home from work. I am sitting in my chair. I put on a TV show, and I was like, oh, I'll watch this one episode, and then I'll go to bed. Next thing I know, I wake up, and it's 1230, and I feel like I was doing everything. I didn't have a blanket or anything in my chair because I wasn't planning on falling asleep, but I, my extremities were cold, so I thought I was coming down with a fever. Uh, so when I went to bed, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to burn this fever out. So I, I uh, slept with the blanket, which I don't usually do in September. Uh, and then I just woke up at four in the morning, sweating to all hell. So, uh, never did have you a fever. About, you were worried about the quarterbacks, weren't you? Uh, I was worried about the, the running backs. Well, thank God we got more than one thing to worry about. I, we're, we, our plate, our, our cup runneth over with concerns and worries, John. So, um, Justin says here in the, uh, uh, comments favored by 19 and a half. According to the draft Kings thing right here in front of me, uh, it's 20.5 now. Well, keep, keep stretching that line. I suppose, uh, Fred says that, uh, he showed up and I was impersonating him. I, I don't know. As a smashed asshole. I, I perhaps, uh, yeah. Uh, and Roger says the drones are programmed for an upside down Buffalo. <laughs> That'd be nice because, uh, you know, I, I, I know that everybody in the media out there is getting the most amount of mileage out of the Colorado Buffaloes and Dion that they oh can get. Gosh. But, uh, I, I personally would like to see USC. I, and I'm not a big fan of Caleb Williams. I mean, nobody likes that guy, do they? But uh, I would like to see him, you know, lay 50 above, you know, like a 50-point spread in that game. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, he is the returning Heisman winner. Um, I think, you know, we, we obviously hoped that Nebraska was a bigger challenge for Colorado than they ended up being. And for the first half, I think we were. And then the defense just got fatigued because they couldn't get off the damn field. Um, I think that USC is going to boat race Colorado. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and that's fine. You know, for Wait whatever reason. It's Oregon. It's Oregon this weekend. USC's the week after. Okay. I'm sorry. Wow. 
I think Oregon will beat the shit out of him too. Yeah. You know what I think, Greg? I think what, that what, we end up with a better record this season than Colorado does. Oh, now that's How's quite that for a take. bold take. That's, that's a bold take, isn't it? Take. We are going to end up with a better record than Colorado is by the end of this season. All right, I'm going to take that and chop it up and put it on those other social media things that I'm not very good at, like Instagram. And tickety-tock. Tickety-tock. <laughs> yeah, that tickety-tock thing. Purdue, Wisconsin play tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Um, well, let's not go there yet. Okay. I, I, I don't know where I was going to go. Where were you going? I don't know. That's, I just quarterbacks. <laughs> Got to go to quarterbacks. And running backs. Running backs. Gotta get. So we, Haas and I did the show on Sunday after the, the, the Saturday night game. Um, we, we did the coronation overreaction. We had no idea about these injuries. We didn't find out until Monday. So right. you and Todd got to talk about it on Monday night therapy. Um, yes. Just, you know, I, I know at one point they said Ramir Johnson was on the sideline, his tree close, but you know, Gabe Irvin, that injury must have happened late. It, it, I think it happened like literally on his last carry because God hates us. It was something you did, Greg. Something what? you did. I watched the game <laughs> on time. No, something in your life that's causing this. Um, you know, I could quote a, a, a classic musical, but I'm not going to. This is not the show for it. So, uh, no, it's it's saying that it's unfortunate is is an understatement, obviously. Um, but to lose Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin Jr. at the same week to season-ending injuries, it was it just oh, man. And and I'll say this: at least this this might not be the most popular statement but at least anthony grant has plenty of experience you know he was a 900 yard rusher last year um and he was quite good i feel like in the game against um those people that we just beat the brains northern illinois thank you the huskies (laughs) yes uh he, he he was so look and and now we're gonna get to i think we're gonna get a chance to see some younger guys too because you can't, you can't send Anthony. Can you send Anthony Grant out there for 25, 30 carries? I don't know, but I think we're going to we see. We have other running backs. You know who we don't we have get anymore. To see though? Emma Johnson. We get to see Emma Johnson probably play more. We get to see some guys we've never heard of. Uh, uh, Kid Charlemagne. I don't know who that is. That's not. A, that's not a real guy. Uh, I was Alexander say Char- the Great is not really a guy either. I don't have their names right. See, it says John the Unprepared right there in my name. <laughs> um, I was just thinking like the only thing, Charlem- I know two Charlemagnes. One is ancient history and one is uh, in the hip-hop scene. Are you, are you familiar with Charlemagne the God? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It's not a real, you know, it's not a genre I fancy listen to very much. Same. Same. Sometimes. Um, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, I'm doing it. Oh, okay. I was just looking on. On I couldn't remember. I was checking Huskers.com the roster to see if Brody oh. Belt was still around. He isn't. No, I know. What do you got, John? 
I get. I don't know what this T.Y. Greg means. For many, Hunt says, thank you, Greg. And I assume she means uh, Gabe Irvin. But why? she says, she, why she did he give an interview after the game and seemingly no pain? I was confused. I, I think the fact is, is when you're still in pads and you're standing on a football field and you're still part of the game environment, uh, number one, you're, you're used to being beat up somewhat. And number two, adrenaline? you're still full of adrenaline. Yeah. And it's you can't. You know, adrenaline adrenaline is like cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. And you can't feel, you know, shit. You you feel like you could uh, pick up a car and throw it across the room in those situations. Yeah. By the way, that would I sucked at high school football. I was not a very good high school football player, but I enjoyed it. And the only reason I would ever if somebody said you could go be 15 again, I'd go, could I be better at high school football i might do it just for that everything else in life fuck i wouldn't go back for anything i have no uh desire you know they always have that hey could if you could go back with the 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 knowledge that you have now would you and i gotta say no because we could warn them (laughs) no um all right don't hire mike riley don't hire Sean Eichhorst. That's why you'd go back. Don't hire Steve Peterson. Yeah. Don't promote him. He was already mm. hired. Okay. All right. I, I, I got to know more. Uh, I, I, I totally just dumped yours. I'm sorry. Paul, uh, oh, yeah. tell me more about this uh, audio biography of Charlemagne. I got Well, know. Charlemagne conquered. Wasn't it Charlemagne that conquered the known world by the time he was like 21? I think so. Yes, or Alexander the Great. He, I he was get the he was confused. the first uh, considered the first um, <laughs> ruler of the Holy Roman Empire, like the the Catholic Roman Empire. Thought that was Constantine. No, I, I don't know. Okay, Dion Pryor. I can't f- wait to finally have a get to have a stiff drink Saturday. Dion, what's going on in your life that you're waiting for Saturday? I mean, I don't drink anymore. There's a reason for that. But, uh, I mean, you could have had a stiff drink last Saturday. I mean, we that pretty much was a – it was a really, really good game against Northern Illinois. I enjoyed it. I, you know, joked on uh, Twitter, or I'm sorry, on X uh, before the game that I, due to uh, mishandling the situation, I only had one beer in the fridge, and right. I, I was saving it for – the time I needed it the most and, and hoping that I'd uh, use it for celebration purposes. Uh, and I ended up just drinking it Sunday while I was uh, grilling outside. So um, now I have uh, more beer and before Fred asks, just a fat tire ale tonight. Oh, I remember fat tire. It was a good beer. So uh, running backs, we we were missing running backs. And you know what? I, in a way, this is, I don't want to say, well, I was going to say it's perfect timing to have two of your best running backs injured because you have Louisiana Tech coming up and you can learn a lot more about your offense and guys that are going to get on the field against the opponent that you're favored by almost three scores, three touchdowns by. So, uh, I mean, if you're going to find out who's going to play, I guess this is the game to find it, which is why we should just go ahead and start Jeff Sims and everybody could get over that whole, oh, they got to start Harburg. Listen, you got to put Jeff Sims out there. You've discovered from Heinrich Harburg 
that you have a guy who can go out and manage the offense and he might be able to win some games for you. You still need to, you can't just throw Jeff Sims away. You have to put Jeff Sims out there. You have to start him. And if he has problems, then you bring the other guy in, but you still need to, you know, you need to get Jeff Sims right. And you need to get him out on the field and he needs to have some success and, you know, God help him if he doesn't, because then that's not good for the rest of the season. Plus, honestly, you know, we're, I think Todd and I brought this up repeatedly Monday night. We're going to need quarterbacks. If you're going to run High Harburg like you were, uh, you know, if he's going to take those hits like that, uh, chances are he might not finish the season, although – I don't know. I don't know what this obsession is with. Oh, they can't run like that because back when back when I was a lad, everybody ran as a quarterback. Nobody slid. There was no sliding, Greg. You know why? Because we walked uphill to school. <laughs> blah 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 blah. In the snow, snow, both ways. I had to fight tigers. I'm gonna say this. I you know they say you don't lose your your spot due to an injury. Sims lost that spot before he got injured in the Colorado game. I think, I don't think there was any reason to bring him back out in the second half in Boulder. I think it's Heinrich Harburg's job until he loses it. Well, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) How, how, how can it be wrong? He, he, the, the turnover that was that, that they had against Northern Illinois. Yes. I remember this time was not his fault. Uh, it was a breakdown on the right side of the offensive line. Well, you know what? We blamed Adrian Martinez for all those same things. If he got hit, we get coughed up the ball. We were bitching about Adrian Martinez. Now we want to support Heinrich. I realized that it wasn't his fault, but it really wasn't Adrian Martinez's fault getting hit a lot of those times either. I'm just muddying the waters with that comment. Yeah, no, you're playing devil's advocate, which is what you excel at. Um Fred says, uh, was what? playing a- Xbox game. The Sims was fun till a guy in number seven jersey knocked my drink out of my hand and fell over. <laughs> and we thank you, Fred, for paying uh, paying us to read that comment. Uh, here, I'm going to highlight this one because this one really strikes a chord with me. All right. Living in Omaha, David Matney says, Greg, spot on. That's I mean that's that's the only part that I really needed to. You that's it, huh? <laughs> Sims lost his job by game two. I mean, come on, seven turnovers in 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 two games. You, yeah, you it's terrible. And, and but look, you can't throw him away either. Why not? What do you mean? Why not? Because we have three quarterbacks basically. He's a, he's we a have grown two guys that point. nobody's ever heard of. Two he, other a, guys waiting he is in the a, wings. He is a grown man at this point. NCAA football is just. No, that's not it. You're going to need Jeff Sims during this season. You might, but you don't need him this Saturday against Louisiana Tech. Okay. Realistically, you should be able to go out there and play quarterback against Louisiana Tech. Not with my back. Well, you get the idea. (laughs) This is the game where you get him right. Ted Hilker says he's agreeing with Greg. You bastards! I'd sell you your whole turn against me. I'm just going to highlight all the comments that, that agree yeah, with Yeah, they're me. all going to agree with you. <laughs> you don't Here's even have the to pay. thing. We're, we're favored by like 21 points. Let's just say 121 because it's three touchdowns. You, you shouldn't really have that big a fear of losing this game. So put Jeff Sims out there. See if he plays better. See if he gets right. See if he gets confidence. See if he plays like the quarterback that Matt Rule believes he is. 
I'll, I'll say this. If you do uh, play Jeff Sims, it would be the first time that he would play at home at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. I mean, he, his, yeah. his games were Minnesota and Boulder, but I don't know. I, I just was, uh, was uh, Heinrich Harburg perfect? No, but he, and w- were they playing the same level of competition again? No. Yeah. But I just, I don't think you can take the guy out after he managed the game as well as he did. What you're not taking him out? You're just saying this guy lost his injury, his starting job to injury, because that's how you're. That's how you're playing it. It, That's how you're doing it. It was a convenient. You know what I saw Tommy Frazier say on some interview thing where I'm sure they're paying him and Johnny Rogers to talk, where he said and Johnny Rogers said that it was Jeff Sims is the number one guy. He had an injury. Now he's back. He should be the starter. And by God, are you going to disagree with Tommy Frazier and Johnny Rogers? These people are saints, Greg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm, this one's for you. This one's for what? you, John. Okay. Fred says, I'd rather rule play Sims this week too. He shits the bed. Then it's Harburg. If not, then it's right. Harburg. Uh, don't throw Sims in cold versus Michigan. There you go. That's Fred. It, Fred and I are aligned. That's kind of creepy, isn't it? <laughs> I feel like I'm living in a parallel universe right now. Ah. Usually Fred's on my side. I don't know what's going on. Up is down. Uh, what What is it? Uh, raining cats and dogs. I don't know. Wait, are we, I'm going to read this one. Oh, crap. Okay. David Matney. If the defensive line can show so much improvement from last year, why can't the offensive line show the same improvement? Uh, yes, Greg, go ahead. The defensive line has a new coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm just kidding. That was the first thing that came to mind. I no. think the offensive line has shown a, a decent amount of improvement, not improvement to the level that we really want them to. I think the blocking has been much better this season. Uh, the reason why they're not showing as much improvement, I suppose, is, well, the the turnovers really fucked the offense into the ground. But secondly, uh, there's a lot more timing for the line on this offense and in doing that. I've mentioned this before the trapping and the pulling that's required in this offense and getting that down. You know, you know, actually, here's the thing, David, to actually be taught and learn how to block. It's like they're doing it for the first time. So they're confused. All they have to throw out all the shit they learned before. I know it's the same offensive line coach, but it's not the same offensive scheme and it's not the same overall coaches. So, you know, I think somebody said earlier, maybe it was David Matney. I'm not sold on uh, whichever Rayola, Donovan Rayola. Donovan. Yeah, I don't think anybody's sold on him, but, you know, I think they're certainly playing better than they have. And they have one more week. They have one more week of a fluffy game. To improve, and then they go to Michigan. Then they, Michigan comes to Lincoln, right? Yeah. There, there will be a time when the offensive line is completely healthy, uh, when Teddy Prohaska is in there. Um, and and look, I know we all loved and uh, and and gushed over the the clip of Ethan Piper uh, with the downfield blocking in the game against Northern Illinois. But if you watched or listened to Haas and I on the uh, coronation overreaction. His ideal front five, left to right, is Prohaska, uh, Corcoran, Ben Scott, uh, uh, Newley, and 
Ben Hart on the right side. So, I mean, I, I you know what? Uh, if you look at Michigan's schedule so far, Michigan has paid East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. So I don't. I'm bringing that up, I guess, just to say they're going to play Rutgers like this weekend, and then they play Nebraska. So by the time we get to them, uh, I mean, if you're complaining that Nebraska is going to make hay against. Uh, North Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, then Michigan has been making hay against nobody, honestly. I'm not saying that Michigan's overrated. I just know that they're untested. Yeah, you know, I agree say that. with that. Um, but they're also coming in with a little bit more pomp and circumstance than than Nebraska. You know, they're they're a little bit more proven recently than than we are. So uh, we got a lot of comments that, and, and John, you monitor the live comments and I'll look at some of these starred ones. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're getting this one out of the way. Uh, Fred, what? we're, we're not, we're, that's not true. God doesn't hate us. All right. I'm not going to get into the uh, ins and outs of why, but God loves us all. All right. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to have, you're not going into list. theology. We're not going to get into theology. This is not oh the my, time or place. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I accidentally pulled up all my work stuff and it's no, no. It's good shit. All right. So we know that uh, Dion's going to have a stiff drink on Saturday. Uh, that one's done. Yep. That one's done. John, a lot of these are still. Um, yeah. All right. all right. Here we go. I'm so many wants confused. to. No, you're fine. Uh, Minnie hates to play the what if game, but what if uh, Louisiana Tech exploits the left tackle? We roll our quarterback to the right, which realistically should we should be doing anyway. Probably, especially, especially if it's Jeff Sims. Get, you got to get these guys out of the pocket um, because they're sort of being destroyed. Uh, and and I feel like the play call did more for that for Harburg last week against Northern Illinois, like got him moving out of the pocket more and he was able to make some throws downfield. I think that's um, maybe something that the uh, play calling didn't do for Sims in the first couple of games made him stand in the pocket. I don't think he's a pocket passer. Uh, He's got good legs. He he needs to get out and and utilize them. So uh, great question, Minnie. I know she asked another version of it. Northwest uh, or Northwestern Louisiana Tech is currently fifty. Well, they're tied with a whole shitload of teams at fifty eighth in sacks. Uh, they have seven sacks on the season, and four of those sacks came against. I, what is it? Northwestern State. I don't even know who that is. It must be a Division two opponent. But Florida International, Florida International. They Louisiana Tech has played Florida International when. Uh, Southern Methodist lost Northwestern State, which must be a division lower, and North Texas, which they lost. So, Northwestern State, <laughs> uh, Northwestern State University of Louisiana, is a uh, is a public university primarily situated in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Don't know anything about their uh, athletic department. Oh, here we go. Um, Notable alumni, Ed Orgeron, was an alum of NSU. Oh, there you go. 
They are the demons. So I don't know. Maybe. And, and by the way, by the way, right now, right now, coming into this game, Nebraska has thrown the ball. Uh, only more. The only teams we've thrown the ball. Wait a minute. I'm saying this wrong. The three teams that are below us, and the number of times we've thrown the ball is are the service academies, Navy, Army, and Air Force. So if you're one of those people that are like, why aren't we running the ball? Uh, we're running the ball a lot more than right. almost anybody in the nation. And I'm fine with that. Again, um, and, and somebody said this on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, X, uh, during the game against uh, Northern Illinois. It says something about Nebraska has ran the ball 60% of the time, something like that. And I said, oh. If they would have ran the ball 70% of the time, they would have beat Minnesota. Mozilla says 11 sacks allowed. I'm not sure. I don't, that's not us. We have no, allowed six so. through. So I don't know what that means. Maybe Louisiana Tech has allowed that many sacks. Uh, Josh wants to know, isn't Louisiana Northwestern uh, State where Bobby Boucher played? The Mud Dog? Close, cl- close enough. Yeah. Um, oh, Mozilla says 11 sacks allowed for Louisiana Tech. Gotcha. That bodes well. I, I like that. Maybe after this game it'll be like 20 or 25. I just had – we had a bunch of, of uh, comments come in at the same time. But Cornhusker Corner, hello to our friends there, said our defense is going to go off. They are grown men. I, I do think, you know, look, hey, uh, look. Says it all right there. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh uh nothing's better than high quality H2O, all right? Stop. <sighs> um so anyway, Minnie agreed, uh rolling the quarterback out. Let's see here. Ted wants to know who would win in a race between Matt Rule and Ron Brown. Well, I think Ron Brown would probably win because Matt Rule is still in Ewok. His short, stubby little legs. Man, you get those little legs running, and they're almost like little locomotive. I I think it's closer than you think, John. I think it's closer okay. than um, While we're talking about Michigan a little bit ahead of time, Fred says, I take Matt Rule's smock and five o'clock shadow over Harbaugh's khakis and church lady glasses in a street fight. Well, that's, yes, I agree. Can't argue that sound logic. Um, Yeah. Minnie says, uh, we need Malachi Coleman ready to throw to. She does ask the question, who who do we throw to? You know, um, because we have Billy Kemp. there's, There's Billy Kemp and that's kind of it, right? Well, Alex Bullock, I did this Monday night. Who's the top receiver? Who has the most receiving yards? It's Alex Bullock at this point in time with 89 yards. But a lot of them were coming off of one big one, right? It doesn't matter. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. You're right. I mean, that's that's who we're throwing to now. I mean, do we we need to have bigger playmakers and better playmakers? Hell yes, we do. And I hope that this weekend, again, against Louisiana Tech, 21 Marcus Washington. Uh, Marcus Washington would be up there. They, you see guys like Malachi Coleman get into the game and get some action. 
So I mean, it's the fourth game of the season. You'd think they'd be ready if they were going to play this season. If they were going to play this season, you'd probably play them in this game. I don't disagree. Um, I want to. I want to. So I'm looking at the roster. All right. Yeah. Eighteen wide receivers. Yes. You have three seniors who are Billy Kemp the fourth, Marcus Washington, Joshua Fleeks, who I don't think we've. He's been on the field. He really hasn't done much. Right. Uh, maybe a, a lack of targeting. You have uh, one junior who, by the way, is injured. I think it, uh, IGC is injured, right? Isaiah yeah, he's Garcia, out for the year. That's what I thought. You have a couple sophomores, Bullock being one of them, a lot of freshmen. This is a young wide receiver group. Yeah. Um, it, so to your point, John, I think this is a great opportunity to get the young guys involved here against Louisiana Tech Start separating the wheat from the chaff, man, right? Yes. And then um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. No, I wasn't ready yet. Okay. Uh, I was going to say you have a couple of – well, they need to, they do need to make one adjustment to the roster here as they have Eric Gilbert on the, the roster still. Um, but realistically, I mean, it's been Nate Borkerter or Thomas Fedone. They haven't really been running out any other tight ends to my knowledge. Well, Thomas Fedoni, he's he can be the playmaker guy. Okay, Fedoni, sorry. Well, I mentioned him. Fedone, Fedoni. They do like to say Fedoni in the. Uh, um... All right, here here's Minnie again. She hearts uh, Alex Bullock, but are you seriously telling me Malachi Coleman can't beat someone at LA Tech? That's ridiculous. I'm not saying that. That's don't. I I think the problem, Minnie, is that. Uh, for the younger guys, they have to show that they're willing to do all the work to get on the field. In other words, you can't just show up and go, hi, I'm a great athlete and I'm going to do this shit. You have to put all the work in, a weight room, go into class. You have to follow all the rules, and then you get on the field. And you have to know the playbook. And we're not 100% sure Malachi Coleman has done all that stuff yet. Josh you, can be that- sure that you can be sure that guys that are getting on the field have done that. Because those are the requirements that Matt Rules laid out. I'm speculating about Malachi Coleman. There's nothing I know personally. <clears throat> Josh Hansen says that's why they keep trying to get uh, Tommy Hill open over the top because wide receivers aren't getting open to loosen the de- right. defense up at all. So, um, And then Colin says, I forgot that Decoldis Crawford transferred to Louisiana Tech. So he's coming back. He's actually going to play in Lincoln for the first time. <laughs> I thought you'd respond more to that. Josh Hansen says they have to know every position to rotate to, according to Marcus Satterfield. Ye gad. Somebody, should, I, should, I, should I take one? Uh, I mean, you're taking over the show anyway, so yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, I am. In, I, uh, <laughs> it just happens. Okay, go my ahead. Family, my family hates holidays. They make me go upstairs and stay in my room for a long time. Uh, Michael Hansen says, matchups, where are we stronger than them? Where are we suspect against La Tech? Well, uh, Louisiana Tech is 124th nationally in rush defense so that ought to give you an idea that makes you feel good about the fact that we should just be able to run the ball on these guys uh 
And I think that they're they're I think that they are decent against pass defense. They are also a good pass offense, not so much running the ball. So and well, and here Motzilish says that sounds like La Tech is strength is passing on offense and pass on defense, which is correct. So I you know I it could be a fun game. Um, Oop, I, I I clicked on something. Yeah, uh, David Matney says when John starts <laughs> laughing, you know Fred says said something funny in the chat. That's that's oh, not inaccurate. No. Um, and Cornhusker Corner says if Tommy Hill finally breaks out and has a crazy play on defense and a crazy play on offense, he'll make national media headlines. That's super rare. It'd I mean, be it's, nice to see. It would be. Uh, I know he he was a little bit maligned last uh, year on defense. I, I know they actually replaced him with Malcolm Hartzog there for a little while. Um, but no, realistically, it would just be, you know, we we not like some positive uh, na- nationwide press uh, with eyes on Lincoln in in a good light. So now I don't think this will happen. Minnie says I'm just worried that Coleman may transfer if he doesn't get to make plays. Well, John. that's a that's a valid concern, but you still have to make sure that everybody follows the rules. Because if you look at one guy and he's a star athlete, and you go, "Oh, well, we'll cut some slack for him," then that fucks up your whole team dynamics. I mean, think about your workplace when you have the guy or the girl that's the favorite of the manager, and they get away with shit, and you're like, "Well, fuck! Why would I even bother doing a better job?" Because anything I do isn't going to make any difference to this manager. They're not going to give me as good a raise as that guy's going to get. It does the same thing on a football team. So, you know, you can't you can't just give a guy plays because you're afraid of his transferring. <clears throat> plus, that that would plus, be in in that regard. I don't mean to interrupt you. Then then you have eighty something guys who are could potentially hold the the program hostage. You know. Like, hey, I need I need more reps, or uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, to where I think the grass is greener. So look, the grass is never greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you fertilize it. All right, where you water it, where you take care of it. So if you want green grass, buddy, you gotta you gotta you gotta spend a little energy. You gotta work it a little bit. Yeah, work it a little bit. Work it. Yeah. Um. All right, all right. Now be be nice to Minnie. Don't be nice. What? Well, they're telling her to relax and stuff. So, um, all right. Michael Hansen, uh, no relation to Josh Hansen, says Anthony Grant gets a chance to shine in the new system, which should be good. Harburg will start. Sims will start with Michigan. This comment came in a little earlier, but I had it highlighted. Um, I think Anthony Grant will do very well on Saturday. Uh, again, we talked about Louisiana Tech's rush defense and how not vaunted it is it'd be good to get him rolling get him a full uh, a head full of steam heading into michigan uh, on the 30th so <laughs> oh my god huh. okay you know if we get a like northern illinois think about what happened in that game think about what happened in the northern illinois game nebraska got Maybe it was we were up fourteen to three, but we got a double digit read, and then we started doing stuff. And there was no time, there was no point in that game whatsoever 
in which it looked like Northern Illinois was going to be a threat or do anything to win that game, even if we turned the ball over. There was no, like, oh, my God, Rocky Blood and Barty's going to explode, and there you go, oh, everything's going to go to pieces. This should be another game like that because our defense can handle it. So in this, this, in this game, I wouldn't look to, for Anthony Grant to get 25 carries or 20 carries. I would look for Emma Johnson to get 15 carries or Emma Johnson to be on the field or some of our young running backs to get on the field to see what they can do. Get other guys on the field to see what they can do. Because after this Big Ten play starts in earnest, you're not and that's see where it's going to count. So, I mean, if you – we worry about this stuff as as fans. We get bent out of shape about this stuff like, oh, well, he only had 150 yards passing. Oh, well, he, he didn't get to 100 yards rushing. That guy only had six carries. It A lot of time that stuff does not matter to a coach, and it shouldn't because they need to get everybody – together as a team that's going to win throughout the season. And that's really, I think what this game is going to be about. If you, if you had to point out something to watch, it's say it's this, well, I'll give you two, three things. Number one, we get a lead immediately. Like first, you know, first possession, they go three and out if they get the ball first, or we get a lead on our first offensive possession. And then you get a, you score again, you get a pick six, you get a turnover or something, but you go up by 10 and then you start doing stuff. You know, you get Emmett Johnson in the game, get some other young running backs in the game, see what the fullbacks can do. I don't, I don't disagree, you, but you do it within the confines of the game plan. Well, yeah. You know, like you're not, you're not wholesale ma- making wholesale changes. You, you, you're like, all right, you, you you've really, I think worked over the last few games to establish yourself as as a strong defense and especially last week because you had the ability more so uh a running game i mean you could go back to the first two games when when sims was healthy and and running but you I, i feel like we're starting to find our identity and i don't know the last time we could say that about nebraska football team so what we found it our we found our identity two three years ago. Our identity was dysfunction. <laughs> okay, yeah, but our it wasn't a positive identity. identity. We we want a, a positive uh, identity. So um, Fred finds himself agreeing with you too much tonight. John says Mercury must be in retrograde. There's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, all right, let's take a few more of these comments here. Uh, Joel Tilson asked earlier, why is Matt Rule so crazy about Sims, John? Well, I think that he knows that he's he's got a lot of talent and he wants to see the upside out of him. I know that people get into this thing where, put it this way, I think people get into this thing where they go, oh, Jeff Sims, Matt Rule said he was the guy and he has to be the guy and Matt Rule said he needs to get in the NFL. Therefore, Matt Rule's going to do everything he can to prove himself to be right. You know, I don't know if Matt Rule is the type of coach that has that big an ego. How should I put this? Look back on the next on the last several Husker coaches we had that failed. Bill Callahan, lousy leader. That's why I think he failed more than his defense, but he wouldn't change. 
he he was all about I'm Bill Callahan and I'm right and I know what I'm doing. Bo Pelini wouldn't change. My defense is fine. There's no problems with my defense. Really? You just get fucking destroyed in every decent game you play against a good opponent and your defense is fine? Bullshit. Wouldn't change. You know, uh, Scott Frost, it's hard to tell if he wouldn't change because he never really kind of showed up. But, uh, I mean, you can go – gosh, excuse me. You can go through the list of guys that in their coaching careers, if they don't adapt and if they don't change, they fail. And I, I just think that Matt Rule – sees something in Jeff Sims with his athleticism that he thinks he can be very good. He knows he needs to maybe work the mental mistakes out of it, and then he'll be okay. <clears throat> there you go. That was my bet. Well, Fred says that uh, he doesn't think Rule is enamored with his quarterback or to Eric and to stick with the guy who's killing his team. Wow, there must be a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie says put a hot girl in the end zone with an alcoholic beverage and Sims will score. <laughs> well who wouldn't come on i i uh so we've had one adam sandler movie referenced uh tonight with uh water boy but i go back to happy gilmore and happy's happy place with uh veronica or victoria or whomever you know the the press uh lady for the tour and she's got two pitchers of beer and she's in line like that's that's I'm, I'm getting to that end zone. I'm getting down there. Oh, oh, guess who's back? Buffalo Harry. Watek wins the last second field goal. Damn. It's nice to see you. I'm thinking that this, this week you're going to have a lot more problems. So, you know, thanks for coming back. <laughs> We'll see if you're still here next weekend when you're no longer undefeated. See, we get our undefeated, uh, no longer undefeated out week one. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have the pressure <laughs> of being undefeated too long. Um, all right. So, uh, well, nope, that's not the one. <laughs> Josh says, uh, Veronica was Billy Madison. Victoria was happy Gilmore. I believe. Uh, Mozilla had said Veronica Vaughn. I, you know, there was some alliteration there. I don't know. It's, it's, it, I've slept a lot since then. And, uh, it's been a long time since I've watched either Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. So I don't remember those movies as well. Really? Well, well so I mean, ha- you know, I died. I lost all the movie memory. You know, Happy Gilmore. Memory. Happy Gilmore is about a hockey player named Happy Gilmore who's trying to save his grandma's house. And he goes on the pro golf tour he's not a golfer but he can hit the golf ball a very long way with a very unique uh swing and so he's trying to raise enough money to secure his the the, his grandmother's home which his grandfather built with his bare hands uh shooter mcgavin ringing any bells john a little bit i'd miss the finder i'll go watch it all right all right moving on um we're going to come back to that one, Kingsley. That's a good comment. I want to save that one for later. Uh, Fred Sacco says, Zatechka has been saying the offensive line will, uh, while better, still slow off the whistle and doesn't always aggressively hit their blocks. I mean, it's situational. I think, I think you know, at times they are, and, and you know, it's, I mean, not situational, but it, it not every snap is a bad snap. You know, I, I think, I think they are much improved. Uh, if you want more offensive line talk, make sure that you watch the, 
uh, coordination over reaction. We don't do that one live. Haas is a little shy. Uh, so we, we just record that one and post is that it. what it is. No, I don't know. Uh, we didn't do the last one live. Cause I don't think we started until nine 30 at night on a Sunday. That was, you know, I, 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 Brian and I might, I might try to talk to Brian about doing our live show, not after the game, but actually during or at the start of the game or before the game. Cause there are so many guys. I mean, Connor corn craze does a live show after the game. And I don't want to take away. I don't want to try to compete with him and uh, other people that are doing this stuff. So maybe we'll just do a live during the game thing, and people can watch me scream at my TV. I don't I know would if that's not. a good thing or not. I would not advise that for you or for them. <laughs> Having been someone uh, who who has been in your home with you during a game, it's it's. Todd warned me. He's like, if you go to Minnesota and you're going to go watch a game with John, like go out someplace. Don't just sit at John's house because John will just be like trying to multitask and be in the Slack chat room and be on Twitter and everything else. Todd warned me. I didn't listen. But watching the game with you, it was great to be with you. But you're it's a different energy altogether. Let's just put well, it. I get a little tense. I I think Minnie's just a glutton for punishment. Well, thank you, Minnie. She says, I like John's lives after the game, but I'd watch during too. Minnie, he's married. <laughs> uh, all right, Buffalo Harry says, I don't think you guys understand how much money we're generating. Uh, prime? Prim? absolutely loves Boulder. He's not leaving. He's getting an extension and a big one. Keep dreaming, Michael and Joel. Okay, listen, you guys with the he's not leaving stuff, listen. Every fucking coach ever in existence in the history of coaching has said, I love this place and I'm not leaving. I won't go to the NFL. I love it here in Boulder. Everyone on the planet, everybody who's ever done that job has said that about their current job. It's kind of required. So the old idea that he's not leaving, you guys should just enjoy the year. You should enjoy the games. Each game is a week into itself. And that's not just Colorado. That's literally everybody. Instead of catastrophizing or trying to project into the future, uh, I would guess he leaves when his son is done being quarterback. And I think that he probably could build Boulder and or Colorado into a decent program, recruit well, and do all the things you want. I just think that his ego at some point is going to call him to another place. Yeah, he wants them prime dollars, y'all. I don't think it's about money. I think it, it's his, his – you know, there's this – when I was young and I was starting in IT, I thought programming Back was in 1884. Best. Yeah, back before there was fucking computers, you son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, I thought programming was the best. All the people that were programmers were the best people in IT, and I tried to be a programmer. I was terrible at it. My ego required me to go through that process to figure out how bad I was. But your ego can drive you into things if you're a competitive person. And that just doesn't mean in sports. Uh, you know, we can, can be competitive about co climbing corporate ladders. We can, can be competitive about being the best on our teams, being the best, I don't know, guy at church maybe. I don't know. But your ego is going to drive you to places that you don't realize until you get there. 
And you kind of have to make that journey because if you don't, you will sit there and 10 years later, you will look at yourself and say, shit, I should have done that. I mean, Matt Rule went to the NFL. He failed miserably. He came back to college. He doesn't belong in the NFL ranks. I'm Okay. Uh, Fred says Mel Tucker loved CU too. Then he tossed it off. <laughs> oh my God. The Michigan uh, State fans are going insane about hiring Urban Meyer. No, nah, that's never going to happen. Well, it's they, I mean, you got uh, one guy that's just been a was a disaster for your program. You want to hire another guy that's a potential for another disaster. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Urban, My- Urban Meyer's done, right? I mean, he he's done. I think he's done coaching. I mean, yeah. why would you go back to it? You could just why, sit why? in the studio and talk about it. Right. Uh, let's see here. Da-da-da. All right. Cornhusker Corner with a good comment about Anthony Grant. Uh, we don't even really know how good AG is at this level. Whip and last year's offensive line did not help him out at all. And he still, still got over 900 yards. I'm excited to see him in this system. We are a running team now. RTDB. RTDB, John. You got your RTDB shirt yet? No. I was going to – for me, it would be run the fucking ball, not run the damn ball. That's too wienery. Okay. Maybe I should just make one that says run the fucking ball, huh? RTFB. Get them – Yeah. Get get them over here at – the place. I, I, the right now, right now, we are going to, in the next week, we'll be going live with fuck Iowa shirts that are unlike any shirts you've ever seen. And you can, it's they, not one I can wear. Can, huh? It's not one I can wear. Why? I got little kids, man. Well, you just tell them. It's, you know, it's a bad word. Adults use it. I, your wife will beat you. I had to stop watching Top Gun a, a, a week ago or so. Because it was in the, they were having a lot of issues in the plane. A lot of S bombs were being tossed around. And my oldest, he's like, why is it that some adults can say bad words? I was like, oh man, I don't know how to answer that question. You don't? No, I, I said it's situational. <laughs> you look at him, you say, because kid, when you get older, you can say that kind of stuff. You say it now, it's a bad reflection on your parents, which you can use against me. And if you do that, I'll start using shit against you. That's how it works. Uh, Cornhusker Corner is on board with an FTFB shirt. Yeah. I'm sorry, R- RTFB. We'll um, come up with something. Uh, no, I'm not going to read that one, Fred. Sorry. Um, Minnie says, I think we've been competitive about being the worst team in NCAA football since I've been a fan in 2015. Oh, my God. Minnie, should, you should tell us your story someday. She just send, became a Send us an email. Fan. 2015 coordination at gmail.com tell us why 2015 was the year that you decided to become a fan she had to fall in (laughs) love with somebody or something what was was did a relationship bring you to the huskers because that that Uh, could almost be considered abuse (laughs) in 2015 that could almost be considered abuse Here, here, look at this. See, Josh okay. Hansen can answer your questions for you. Maybe you should let Josh and I be around your kids for like a couple of days. Uh, Josh is too good to come to Illinois. I've asked him numerous times. I asked him to come to uh, uh, Illinois to watch the Nebraska-Illinois game at the beginning of October. He says, I can't. My wife's due with our second child about that time. So, likely story, Josh. Likely story. Okay. 
Okay. What's right, next, sorry. Greg? Sorry. What I'm else? So Somebody said, uh, okay, we got – there's a whole gob of games coming up this weekend that should be fun to watch. Gabagool? What? I'll have the Gabagool. Um, Shea Blutarski says the coldest Crawford's stats are zero catches for, for zero yards. He definitely isn't the warmest. Yeah. Um, I, I highlight I think that. he's that hurt. Was, actually, I think he's hurt. That would, I mean, that's, you know, par for the course. Um, yeah. let's see. MK says the weather, if it's bad, favors us in this game, doesn't it? Not that I want the game to go late or worse, not finish or even worse, have lightning canceled the whole damn thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I would don't know that, if it's raining. You'd always think that uh, it's easier to run the fucking ball. RTFB. Right? Yeah. For no, uh, to that point though, I mean, Louisiana Tech is a is an air oriented team. They they defend the the pass better and they pass the ball better than they run. So, if they are made more one dimensional, I really do think that that it it's going to highlight Nebraska's positives. It's going to accentuate the things that Nebraska does well. Did you like that, John? Yeah, it was very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, here we go. We got a couple of, oh, we got a couple of people who uh, like us so much. They want us to, you know, they, they give us money. Uh, Branson Chab, for whatever reason, shorted us a penny and gave us four ninety nine to say, do you think Matt rule has a, the grit to assemble a nine win team by 2025? That is a fair goal considering how fast other programs have advanced. Yes. I think by 2025, a nine-win team will be what we think of as a 12 or a 10-win. I'm sorry. It'll I be think by norm, 2025, right? we'll think of a nine-win team like we think of 11 and 12-win teams now. Because being saying. a nine-win team is going to be extremely different, d- difficult. But, yes, I do think he's – I mean, right now, he's our coach. There you go. And John Betcher uh, – but I hope I got that right – uh, says for five dollars. Why are we recruiting anyone? We need season proven warriors in battle. We need to poach them. If we insist on developing players, we're chumps. I, I don't like know that. if we I can. Like I don't. Proven I don't know warriors. if we can poach them. I mean, the reality is, is let, let's take a look at our conference. Okay. Let's just take a look at the Big Ten. Not this year, but the Big Ten in two years. You got USC, Oregon coming in, uh, UCLA, right? You've already got to compete with Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State at the top of the conference. I missed one from the Pac-10. Washington. How many of those schools do you think we have more money than in the nil game? I mean, I don't think we're doing bad in nil, but I don't think that we're probably going to compete with Ohio State maybe or Michigan. I don't know. But – Trev Alberts has said we're going to be a development school and we're going to be a development program. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. It's just a matter of putting the people together that can do that stuff. And if you, you know what, if Matt rule builds his program this year and he gets to a bowl game and he has a decent first year, and then we start to build toward the future because we have a shitload of young players and we are playing a shitload of young players then, you know, that had success builds on success, and you can do it that way. Whereas here's the problem with poaching players. The problem with poaching players is one or two of them coming into your program that's just a complete asshole can fuck everything up really bad, right? So I, I guess maybe that's me being old, 
are having to deal with a different situation. But I, I think you see that all over the place where you get a guy in a program that's a cancer and he shows up and he expects things. And because he got a shit ton of mill money, you can't really not afford to not play him. I think that's a much more, what do I want to say, a risk than having developed players through your program that you know what you've got and you know how they're going to react to things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one step further and say okay. I hate the transfer portal and wish it didn't exist. <laughs> I, I, it's between that and and the the TV rights. College football is not what it was even ten years ago. But and look, this might be old man yelling at the clouds, and that's fine. Like I've been called worse by better people, um, but not you, John. I mean, you're 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 top notch people in my book, uh, but but I just. You know, there was a time when when you committed to a school that you committed to that school. Like you didn't commit to the coach. You know, you committed because you know, like, hey, whether it's Lincoln, Nebraska, or South Bend, Indiana, or uh, uh, wherever, it you committed to them, and then you just stayed there and you wrote it out, and you actually worked harder to to try to get the playing time that you you know sought, and and you tried. If, if your team wasn't that good and you're like, oh, I need to elevate my profile, then you tried to elevate the people around you to become better so that you'd get noticed by uh, the, the scouts at the next level. I So if, if it were up to me, I'd do away with the whole damn transfer portal uh, and say, hey, I know that you made this decision when you were an 18-year-old kid, but sometimes you make a decision and, and you got to live with it. Sometimes well, it, I, sometimes no, it's committing sorry. to a school. Sometimes it's marriage. Uh, now that's not me speaking on my personal experience. That you know, um, but that's you know, you, you make a decision, you live with that decision, and then you work as hard as you can to to make the best of your situation. That's just me. Sorry. I think the other thing that you need to realize is that the NCAA this year has made it clear that they're not doing the second transfer stuff of willy nilly all over the place anymore. They've denied. They denied. Somebody said, uh, ask about Eric Gilbert. Well, unfortunately, Eric Gilbert got arrested again in Georgia. So I would guess Eric Gilbert's career is over as a college football player. But uh, for stealing vapes. Yeah, I don't. Like of all the nonsensical things today. I like, think that's kind of weird myself. But. You go after, uh, now look, maybe it's because they're small and easy to transport, but if I was of a thieving mind, I'm still going after a TV or a video gaming system, something that has some some actual value. Now, I don't know anything about vapes. I've never vaped. Um, but maybe you can, maybe there's a hot uh, street resale market on where you can turn a $50 vape pen into $70 and, and, uh, and you know, since you didn't pay for the first one, it's all it's all great. I don't know. Um, it's, you know, whatever. Um, Josh said this poach the skill players, but you have to develop lines. Every, every team in the country is trying to steal those players. There aren't enough. That's true. You cannot find enough defensive or offensive linemen in the transfer portal. You have to develop those. He's right. And then Branson, uh, Chab again, giving us uh four ninety nine. uh, the transfer portal makes it very difficult to maintain depth at crucial positions it significantly hinders the ability to build truly and ethically. I like that. I like that. I'm not going to Well, our ethical is different than Colorado's, right? These sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are no ethics uh, 
uh, on either the Front Range or the Rocky Mountains. The whole state of Colorado. What a shitstorm. Yeah. We should just invade them. <laughs> let's, just, let's just take them over and incorporate them. In, 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 yeah, we'll, just we'll push call, the Colorado we'll West, people. Just, yeah. Just push, push them to the California Colorado and then eventually to, to the ocean. You know, I just push them into another state that doesn't like them either, like Montana. I was gonna, no, no, no. Don't do that to the nice people of Montana. You got to push them no, into the Colorado. Montanans can figure out what to do with them. You no, know, because that's Montana a lot of pushing. People, Montana people will probably shoot them all. We don't want that. We just want them to be gently eased into the Pacific Ocean. Okay. So we have Nebraska. We're, we're going to do it like they did it back in the olden days. You got Virginia, West Virginia. We're going to have Nebraska and West Nebraska. <laughs> okay, I'm for it. All right. Um, all right, let's, let's see here. Um, we talked about – well, we talked a little bit about this, but since this, Fred, a lot of talk about the weather this weekend. Let the lightning strike. Rules Patrick Duffy leg. will channel it into a bolt of pure energy that will melt Louisiana <laughs> Tech in their cleats. <laughs> you, just, you just see, like, smoking embers. Uh, classic. Classic, Fred. Thank you so much. Uh, Minnie said this earlier about Malachi Coleman. It was reported that there was a, a vomited practice. How does a track star throw up during practice, and why do we care? I guess we're all mentally unstable. Uh, let's answer these in order, please. Please. How does a track star throw up during practice? Probably because he's doing different workouts than he ever did in, in track. Uh, why do we care? Very good question. I don't know. And I guess we're all mentally unstable. Hit the nail on the head. I, you know, I track, uh, I mean, I one of my best friends would throw up because he pushed himself that hard. I never was able to do that. And for this, probably one of the reasons why I wasn't that good an athlete, but he would push himself to the point that uh, he would just, you know, your body just says, fuck this shit and throws up as a sign to say, don't push any further. Josh says that stealing vapes seems like a better idea than stealing bikes profit margin and supply wise anyway. Okay. I'm going to show how dumb I am. Okay. The, the, the vapes, are they like smoking marijuana with this stuff? I think you can. But I know you have like little like liquid with nicotine shit in it. Sure. But do they do they smoke dope with this? All right. Dope is all a really you. outdated word. <laughs> uh, grass. <laughs> uh, all right. For any of you Colorado fans who are still around, uh, tell us the proper way to use a vape pen while you do that. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. Look here, see this? Yep. They're gummies. I don't think you could put that on YouTube, John. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Um, because in some states that's still considered an illegal substance. Oh, so it's a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, David Canada says, fortunately, I got to see Carter Nelson play last week, and can't wait to see how he develops. That'd be that'll be fun. Although he said it as a question mark, can't wait to see how he develops. <laughs> I I agree. No, uh, it, it's you know what he's he's going to be a nice addition, uh, obviously as well. Um, Dion says yes, John. You can vape to get stoned. Okay. Um, I just the whole idea of smoking anything says, is just sounds gross. They smoke dope in those things, John. Um, Red wine says yes. That's what the WNBA uh, player that's uh, right. took into Russia. Okay. All right. Uh, Fred says, yes, John, they do. They smoke the devil's lettuce in a vape pen. What the hell is technology? 
<laughs> Why are these damn kids these days? And uh, Justin says you're safe. It it has helped. It has helped with the headache pain if I do very small amounts of it. So, on the other and, hand, and I don't. Felix is what? I'm very I know, confused. I'm, by a, that. I'm a fan of joints. What's it? What's a joint? You know, roll a doobie. A <laughs> doobie, like the Doobie Brothers, man. That's what. These are all phrases nobody uses anymore. Jesus you know, you roll a joint. No, you right you roll me. one of them marijuana funny cigarettes, Greg. That's what that is. <laughs> Reefer madness, man. I uh, I never liked smoking anything. I have never enjoyed smoke. I don't. I don't even know why people would smoke cigars either. So. I, I, f I feel so bad. I, I feel like we're educating slash corrupting many. Uh, <laughs> well, you should know about this stuff. I mean, you know, I, I think you should. Josh is admonishing us and says this seems like an episode <laughs> in June, not in season. <laughs> okay, it's Louisiana Tech. Yeah. It's not Michigan. Uh, um, and Branson's, uh, I, I guess, saying goodnight. It's a great show. Have a fantastic night, everyone. Thank uh, you, Branson. Josh is also smoking, but he's smoking a cigar. Every week as he watches the five hearts, baby. We appreciate your loyalty, Josh. <sighs> Let's see if you're still doing that in uh, um, November. Maybe I've spoke something. I don't know. I am guessing that we're probably the only channel or shows that talk about this kind of stuff. That's fine. I, I don't know if anybody else does. Here uh, we go. Uh, Fred says, Greg and John up in smoke. <laughs> That's a Cheech and Chong reference. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite weed movies is Half Baked with Dave Chappelle. You ever see I that one? It's no, in the nineties. That uh, that's a good time. All right. Um, let's do this real quick. Uh, Matthew K one Oh one says, what are the chances of upsetting Michigan? Well, I, you know, anything can happen. I mean, we had a dysfunctional team that stayed within a score of them. What was it last year? The year before? Two, uh, I mean, two years. We have a we have a defense. I think that is capable of staying with them. I think the problems. We all know what the problem is going to be. The problem is going to be is can our offensive line block against their defensive line? And you know, anything can happen with these games where you come into them, and maybe Michigan just thinks we're a pushover and they don't play that well, or they have a bad game or something. And trap game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Kingsley, by the way, and I mentioned this before, was going to highlight this. Kingsley says, hot take, our defense will keep Michigan under 21 points. I would like that. That'd be nice. I mean, I the, the key here is to grow, right? To grow as a team as you go on through the season, especially when you're in a first-year coach. It's I said this earlier, uh, who wins the Big Ten West is going to be who figures out their team the best by as the season goes on, or Iowa if Cade McNamara stays healthy. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Josh says our D will give us a shot at every game. If we quit leaving them stranded on the field. No, I agree uh, with that. Minnie says Michigan's not as good as people think. We hope. Let's see. James says talk bad about their mothers. That should upset them. And Josh says again, if we keep them under 21, will they give us Houseman back? Ernest Hausman. I, you know, that's that second transfer thing. He'd have yep. to sit out a year. Yeah. Who wants him back? He left. Son of a bitch. 
All right. Um, other other comments here that we have uh, because we actually do have other comments. Oh, Cornhusker Corner says it's time to start winning. We'll romp LA Tech and we'll beat Michigan. I'll meet you all on the field after that one. <clears throat> I mean, Colorado's been rushing the field for beating, you know, whatever. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. I, you know, I get this whole you shouldn't rush the field. Do I have some grace or something? I mean, just have some fun. If you want to rush the field, then they, you're not going to get arrested or people aren't going to get hurt. Then rush the freaking field. What the hell? Why do we get so bent out of shape about this stuff? Like we're gatekeepers of anything. Roger says spot you, on, Greg, again. You just like highlighting that. Yep. Hold on. Wait. Let me take a picture of it with my napkin. Um, and the funny thing is, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> um, all right. So Michael says, no, let me de-highlight that one. We got a few. Uh, we've got one prediction in for this week's game. Uh, I'll tell you when. Don't not yet. I'll tell what? you when to start sending your predictions. Uh, oh. but Michael Hansen wants to know, Greg. Sorry, John. I guess uh, you don't get to answer this one. Okay. Greg, what are you looking for in the game versus Louisiana Tech? Things to take away before we begin Big Ten play. Well, I want to see zero turnovers. I want to see, and and we saw there were there were no procedural penalties, no false starts, or or, or anything like that. So we were improved. I like to see a cleaner game uh, from that aspect. Uh, um, if you can clean up some of the even some of the aggression uh, penalties, you know, like the pass interferences and, and the holdings and things like that, just play a cleaner game. Uh, I would love to see two hundred yards of rushing. Uh, and I think we will, and I think we'll probably see quite a bit more than that. Um, I want to see Heinrich Harburg. I'm sorry. I do. I want to see him start, and I want to see him finish, uh, and I want to see him excel. I want to see the defense against a team that's not very you – know, a team that should be overmatched. I really want to see the defense rack up another four or five sacks, um, and, and I want to see this rushing defense continue to be among the top in the nation – and again, based on statistics that we've seen so far from where Louisiana Tech is as far as rushing the ball, I don't see that being an issue. Uh, but I want to see the defense continue to dominate. I would really like to see a shutout pitched. Uh, I'll be happy if they give up only three points. The only thing you left me is I would like to see the emergence of a third running back behind, but, behind Anthony Grant and uh, Emma Johnson. But it wasn't for you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you, you took all of them. You took everything for yourself and didn't leave any for anybody else. Well, Michael asked me. You know. Okay, fine. John, no. So here's the thing. Honestly, you you forget. Oh, he said he said he sent one to you too. Did we miss that one? I'm sure. I did. Did we miss that one? <laughs> what? <laughs> did we? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. If you can find it. Oh, here we go. All right. John, what would be your best case scenarios with a big red win this weekend? Defensive running back quarterback. I'll 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 sit down. Well, I honestly would like to see Jeff Sims start and not have any turnovers and not have any fumbles from snap and and throw for over 150 yards with three touchdowns. Uh running back, uh find a third running back. Maybe it's Quentin Knives. Maybe it's that Maurice Moskua. We have heard nothing about him. Uh, let's see. Defense, eight sacks. Let's get, we had eight sacks against Colorado. Let's get eight sacks against these guys. 
I think that's enough. I mean, you know, you always got the lack of, you don't want to see turnovers and you want to see a clean game. So there you go. I like it. Well done, John. Thank you, Michael, for the uh, very specific questions asked to uh, two, two good looking guys. Or one one looking one good looking guy in me anyway. Speaking of uh, good looking guys, Cornhusker Corner says, "John, can we get a hair care routine?" I'll be sure to work something up. I mean, what what do you do now? What do you mean? What your your hair care routine? What's your hair care routine? How do you get those? Uh, how do you get that silver mane looking so silvery? Well, it's you know I was blessed by God with the silver. <laughs> You know that, what? My what my daughter my daughter came and spent a week with us before uh before the season and she said you need to buy gray hair shampoo. So I did. And apparently it was you know, keeps your hair gray, which is kind of a weird thing to say, isn't it? Can we get a hair care routine? Never in my life did I think I'd ever be asked a question <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, Josh says uh uh to be fair. Don't we still need a second running back to prove himself to? Well, we do, but I think you've assumed that the second running back that's going to be on the field is going to be Emmett Johnson. All right. I, you know. Yes, and, Josh. And <laughs> my, Michael says, thanks so much, guys. Uh, Fred says, week four, coordination's dissension among the ranks. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, one of the newest Husker fans in the world. Minnie, who became a Husker fan in 2015 by her own admission, says, let's be honest, Corn Husker Corner. We have no business losing to any of the Big Ten. Wow. That is some straight up. A- ah, hold on. Here it is. Next year, we're going to get, we're going to make this list, and it's going to include uh, Minnie's name on it, and she's going to say 12-0, 13-0, also. That's That's some... That's some pure, uncut optimism right there. All right, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Roger, I'd, I'd be all right with, with what Roger said. Maybe no unsportsmanlike uh, penalties, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. No Ben Scott running into a guy. I don't know. Why not? Okay. You like to see that aggression? Flatten some guy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> David Matney says, I want to order some Coronation hair care products. Oh, don't, don't either. Just, hey, just hope that it's Coronation and not accidentally Buffalo Nation, because if you get the <laughs> Buffalo Nation stuff, it's going to have urine in it. Oh, my God. Uh, Josh says, reaction video after the next loss, which is national championship game in 2025. John is just angrily conditioning his hair in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Oh, here we go. John, do you use it on your beard, too, inquiring minds? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I I have never had this line of questioning in my life. (sighs) Fred says, John uses Jojoba bean oil and Just for Men and high karate in his beard. High karate. There was never a finer thing than that in the world. And M. Joel Taguchi says, I want some coronation essential oils. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think David's on to something. Do we need drug testing in the chatter? Look, at, look, look oh, where is it? What oh, could God. I have? It's it's coronation essential oils. Hope. 
<laughs> but I thought you said there is no hope. You well, there is right no here hope. in this little vial. <sighs> okay. What else we got? I'm waiting. I'm waiting like Josh is waiting now, but I'm not going to. We'll just what? Keep, let, we'll let that one marinate. Um, all right. Let's take just a couple minutes. I feel bad. Uh, Paul asked this a long time ago. Can we talk about volleyball for a while? We could. <laughs> we just don't have a whole lot of time. Wait a minute. I, I, can we talk about volleyball? Well, we enter Big Ten play this weekend, and we play, let's see, Ohio State and uh, Minnesota. And Minnesota, Minnesota tonight went to five sets with Iowa. At Iowa, which is I didn't see the outcome of that game, uh, but that is not a good sign. I mean, Minnesota is a good team, and Iowa is not a very good team, and I don't know why the hell that happened. But uh, I think volleyball. I think the thing that scares me is people talk about how fun this team is and how good they are and stuff like that, and when then we set them all the way up here that if they don't win a national title, we are all going to be disappointed, which is amazingly high expectations for a team when there are other teams that are really good too. But, uh, I mean, they are fun to watch. The uh, What is her name? Beeson? Come on. What's her first name, Greg? <laughs> she is amazing. I love watching her. I love watching her and uh, Lainey Choboy, who is a back row, kind of a setter. Uh, her serving is really fun to watch, I think. Uh, what is that other this tall skinny girl? That'd be all of them. That'd Harper, them. it's not Harper Murray. It's Harper something. I don't see. I it's should not, look not at Harper their names Murray. before this. It, I should look at their names before this. But uh, Merritt Beeson, there you go, Merritt Beeson. God, she is just I. I just so fantastic to watch, especially the back row flying attacks. I mean, those things look like. Uh, you know, they remind me of the Michael Jordan, you know, the Nike thing where she's just fly up in the air for so long and flying. And oh my God, it's beautiful. I, all I can think of is I want to be on a court. I want to be courtside with a camera and get shots of that because it's just, I think the athleticism is just incredible and amazing. Um, let's see. I, I mean, they're a great team. Now we're going to see what happens when they go into big tank 10 play. Josh um, says this team is so young but so talented. Next few years is going to be a lot of fun. They, did, they um, are very young. Let's see here. We we got some comments here. We're going back to the uh, Erica <laughs> thing. We have to address because Justin paid us two dollars to say Beauty Nation channel in the works. Starting <laughs> job. I don't think that's going to work. Coronation Corner says, uh, "Fuck everything, shampoo." And there is no hope. <laughs> And lather, rinse, and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so in regards to volleyball, look, yes. uh, they're, they're a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to follow them. I don't follow them as closely as I should, um, but, you know, that's that's my cross to carry. That's my burden to bear. Uh, but tremendous group of athletes, and, and, you know, I hope that there's – I hope that there's nil money available for them. Oh, why do you think we lost two players that went to Texas and won a national title? Because they had more nil money? Because they got bought to go win a national title for Texas. I mean, I love, you know, I, now I can't – the names. I have problems with names. Kalani, I don't know. I don't want to say their names, damn it. They're not Nebraskans anymore. Fuck them. Okay. Look at I'll this. tell you what. I, I'll say this about Nebraska, though. They have been making – 
um, an impact because of, of the tremendous effort that these women are, are exhibiting on the court. Uh, I mean, their their highlights are being put on ESPN. I mean, it they're I, I don't want to give them too much credit, but I feel like Nebraska volleyball is single handedly elevating the spotlight of the sport. Well, they're doing a good job. I mean, what was it in Wisconsin? They set attendance records. I don't think that should be necessarily something that we look at as a bad thing for competition. What they are is that sport is getting bigger and bigger all the time. And it's an amazing sport. I mean, the women are so athletic and they're so it's fast, it's fast paced. It's fun to watch. You know, they have the phrase kills in it. So it's, you know, violence and men right. love violence. So there you go. I have to, I have to put this one up. Monica Mercer says, John, I volunteered to design the packaging for your hair care line. You know I can do it. Uh, Monica grew up with me. And by the way, Monica, I need to talk to you about some design things. <laughs> there you go. Not for hair. I don't know what to do with a hair care product, for God's sakes. I, I just think it'd be the best thing in the world. I, I don't have much hair, but I would get on board with the uh, coronation shampoo and conditioner line. Uh, I thought I saw a question there about Sunday football. We don't know about Sunday football. Uh, I, Fred says that John's hair nil money goes to punters and toiletries. <laughs> John's hair club for real men. Um, they, this is a, a probably a bigger question than we have time for tonight, but David Matney, uh, who, by the way, I don't know if you know, lives in Omaha, says, do you think nil will eventually be reined in with some sort of legislation in the future? I do feel like that's an awful tough task for for the people because essentially trying to put the genie back in the bottle the toothpaste back in the tube it's it, they've, they've had so much lack of regulation i don't know how you try to you know uh start to to put um restrictions on it well congress has been having hearings on it like now today yesterday oh, really? Yes. A, a woman I follow on Twitter was covering it, and she said there were so many lawyers trying to get into the Zoom sessions that Zoom couldn't handle the capacity. So think about that for a moment. But, you know, God knows what Nell will end up with 4 million <laughs> lawyers contributing to whatever law is going to get passed. So do you know that uh, we're we're jumping all over the place at this point. Yeah, we're we're not going to have much time to talk about nil and and no. not that it's not a worthy topic. It is. It's just talking about uh, the John's uh, health and skincare stuff is just so much more fun. <laughs> uh, I I imagine that that you could like cold press soap into particular shapes and molds, and so like I just feel like there there's soaps that we could get of like like John's head, John's face. And then Cornation or a Cornhusker Corner says, "I definitely buy some Cornation ball wash." Could you imagine? Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> Life size take to last longer. <laughs> and then uh, Josh Josh says, "Greg, some Cornation sa- shave soap." You know, I'm due for a shave. Get it, get it. Smell like pig skin. Uh, stop it! Not, not what's this private pile stuff? Come on now, Fred. Greg's private pile, Rogaine, lock and load. <laughs> okay. Are we going to do a prediction thing? All right. Yes. We're now we're in 23 minutes into n- this. Now is the time. We have a few. Okay. Um, yeah. We have a few 
predictions already in the comments that have been starred. Drop your comments in, uh, and we'll get or your predictions. Um, we'll do that. In, in the meantime, uh, we'll continue to highlight some of these fun fun comments. Like James says, uh, "Corn care for down there." <laughs> God. <sighs> Um, hey, hey, wait a minute. I mm -hmm. put this one up. Bill Big Pete says, don't be like Shadur and flash your Rolex with Neil money. Does it does an Apple watch count? Let's see. There you go. <laughs> there, I don't even have a watch. Um, I have two things. Coronation crevice care from Fred. <laughs> Josh says, copy corn or copy care for your. I'm not going to finish that one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Justin says that there are three ladies from Nebraska that are starting setters for three different top 10 teams. Says a lot about volleyball in Nebraska. It does. Yeah. No disagreements here. Um, Thank God and, for Terry Pettit. Yes. Yeah. What, what he has done um, for the sport. And he's not the only one. I know when, yeah. when they had the uh, uh, volleyball day in Nebraska, uh, they honored a lot of coaches from across the state who've, who've contributed, who've given their life to the sport uh, in Nebraska. So it's, it was quite a, quite a moment, quite a day for them. Um, living in Omaha, David Matney says, predict some new coronation merch. Remember, I don't know about the, uh, uh, Josh says Steve Morgan, the goat from Ogallala uh, and, and the years that he uh, was head coach out there. Um, here we are. That's another prediction. Oh, just a reminder again uh, that you can get all the merch, not the stuff that we talked about tonight, but some other shirts, etc., uh, are over at copycorn.com. And if you use the code WIN123, you get 15% off uh, till tomorrow. Now, is that through tomorrow or like at midnight that shit? I think it's to through tomorrow. Okay. And just we, we can we can do away with, I think. This one, it's only one game because that's an old one. I'm gonna, oh, I'm, gonna get, yes. I'm gonna get rid of that one, John. And then, yeah. what is this? You tell me about this Discord. I don't know anything about Discord. Oh, Discord. Uh, Brian Anderson, who does the live show uh, on Saturdays with me, has set up a Discord. Discord is like an online chat thing, and I am not very good at Discord myself, but. Uh, you can go into Discord and, and normally people use it for like a chat or notification or they can share news or things like that. And it's 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 uh, it's prevalent with the younger crowd. Of course, oh. everybody's the younger crowd compared to me. That's fair. So, yeah. And there are ways that you can actually do streaming through Discord because that when I do live shows with Connor, that's what he does. Uh, there's a, a you can you can do AI through Discord with prompts and commands. There's a whole gob of just technical shit that goes on with Discord. While everybody is um, Highlander Gun says you're John the Tyrant, you should be good at Discord. Oh my God, <laughs> there's just so many things to learn. Do, do you know that about 20 minutes into the show, or maybe a half hour into the show, I changed your name from John the Unprepared to John the Tyrant? You did. Uh, yes, I did. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> My God, what the hell? Uh, good times. Uh, great question here from uh, M. Joel Taguchi. says, quick poll, where's everyone watching from? Uh, Joel says, Cheyenne, Wyoming. 
And Minnie says, home. And because she's a woman on the internet, it's probably safe that she doesn't give any more information than that. Um, oh, she says Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, okay. You see, oh, wow. Josh is in uh, Gearing, which is one of the Twin Cities, I'm told, out in uh, Nebraska, Western Nebraska. Have you ever been? Well, you, you've been out to Western Nebraska because you're from Western Nebraska, John. Yeah, but that's way up into the panhandle. And Curtis is, Curtis is down more in the southwest corner. Okay. Uh, oh, Gearing is, I think Gearing is up by where the uh, nukes are. You know, all the nukes up there. All over the Minuteman missiles and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> this is great. Uh, Highlander Gun says Florence, Alabama. Uh, David Matney says Omaha, where I live. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for being uh, being part of the fun and in in on the joke there. Um, uh, I thought that one was going to switch. It did not. Michael says my big chair with a cold one. Uh, Cornhusker Corner says I'll be watching from my porch in Houston. Uh, Justin says Lincoln. Roger says Colorado. We we feel your pain and we'll pray for you. Uh, Vince is in Casper, Wyoming. Wow. M. Joel Taguchi is in Wakefield, Quebec, Canada. Wow. There's a story there. Uh, Ted is not. Hold on. Go ahead. Ted is not getting any more specific than the McCook area. I was born in McCook. Well, Josh says that uh, John spells your name wrong. Like he's not here every week seeing how it's spelled. But says, John, I'm from Elsie and partied in Curtis often. Oh, my God. My mom and I used to play in the bar. We DJed in the bar in Elsie. I was like 15 years old. <laughs> so that My was still about was... 50 years before Josh was born. Probably. Uh, but yes, I, I know Elsie. Well, let's go back to Canada because that, that one really uh, uh, elicited a response. From, From me? You. Yes. You said, oh, oh, well, Quebec. I mean, I, I've worked in Canada. Oh. Not a lot of time in Quebec. More like uh, Toronto, which is not Quebec. It's not at all. Even I know that, and I've never been to uh, Canada. Our, our fantastic neighbors to the north. Uh, James is in Lincoln. Uh, Dion's in Nance County. And Minnie says, Vince, my brother's the mayor of Casper. Small world. Wow. I, we didn't know Minnie was so well connected. We could probably have a, a coronation day in Casper. Okay. I thought that- we could have a coronation day in Phoenix. <laughs> we could have a coronation I've day. I've been where in I'm Arizona at. <laughs> on a long time. Never been. Uh, Fred says uh, Omaha. Joel says former uh, Tecama, Nebraska resident, born in Nebraska City. Oh, I guess the, that's side conversation. Sorry. Um, Justin asked the question we all wanted to know. Does David Madden truly live in Omaha? Yes, we know. Um, and Brian says Mankato, Minnesota. So up in I your got hit neck by of the a drunk in Mankato. Uh, Stephen Oglesby says, Kid Charlemagne is a Steely Dan song. I named my cat after it. <clears throat> after what? Kid Charlemagne. Oh. I mean, Steely Dan was, you know, Steely. My kids hate it when I bring up Steely Dan because they're like, shut the fuck up, Dad. They've had to hear this shit since they were five years old. But Kid Charlemagne, yeah. Is, get it long, get it long, Kid Charlemagne. Uh, Josh he says that his mom. Bell, we'll all it up Josh's mom bartended in Elsie in the eighties, so um, I'm really uncomfortable with where this conversation <laughs> should go. Uh, let's see. Felix says Ogallala, go big O. 
And Roger says that John Ure, uh is on a Todd rant. Todd's getting better at ranting. He's very good at it. Uh, Josh says that his phone autocorrects John J-O-N to John J-O-H-N, and he misses some. He says, I'm sorry, John, but tells me to F off. Yeah. So uh, Husker Bob is in Ridgefield, Washington. Fred says, uh, Coronation Day in Casper, copy conditioner for all. <laughs> and Coronation Corner says, Steely Dan one of the, uh, is truly one of the greatest groups of all time. Unbelievable musicians. Fun fact, Chevy Chase was a drummer for them at one point. Did not know that. All right, let's get to the predictions. Travis said very early on at 9.01, by the way, the show started at 9. Uh, said 9.01 said 24.10 Huskers. So, Travis, if you're still around, uh your early prediction finally got read. Joel Tilson says 40 to 10 Huskers. That's a nice score. That's a nice score. Uh, Highlander Gunn says 17 nothing Huskers. The D gets the shutout. Josh says 35 17 Huskers. Corn Husker Corner is enjoying some of that left handed cigarettes we talked about earlier. 88 to negative two. <laughs> I don't know how you get to negative two. I'd love to see it happen. I don't either. Uh, Justin says Nebraska 38, Louisiana Tech 3. That's a nice one. Um, Brian says uh, 42-13. He did not provide a a uh, score, but I think we know. Uh, let's see here. James Boardman says 28-24 Huskers, Wetfield, sloppy play. Interesting. And Ted says if uh, Harburg starting is forty-two to three, if Sim starting is twelve to nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's painful. Um, and Big Pete, I, I like Big Pete's uh, prediction here. Shut out Nebraska, thirty-eight zip. That's a good one. And I'm just checking. Uh, Dion says Nebraska forty-two nine. Uh, yeah, we know Ralphie. Uh, the the Buffalo is from. Uh, not just Nebraska, uh, as Roger says, but my Nebraska hometown, if I had a hometown, and that's Shadron. So uh, that makes me sad. Like, you can't – no good Nebraska rancher or farmer is going to supply a buffalo to the enemy. That's just – that's dirty pool. Um, let's see. All right, we had one other. Before we get to your prediction of mine, uh, Mike said this earlier. At, it was in response to Cornhusker Corn, but I th- he said, I think we'll get four-star Navarro Shinke, the lineman out of Mobridge, South Dakota, to play with his buddies. Uh, Brandon Baker would be amazing. I think Brandon Baker, did he say Sunday? He yes. Yeah. And I think it's uh, Nebraska, Ohio State, Texas, and Oregon? I think so, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, it, uh, we'll see. We'll see. And and you know what? If you choose to go somewhere else, that's fine. Fuck them. That's fine. Uh, and then Minnie Hunt, her prediction, uh, Nebraska 38, Louisiana Tech 14. Um, I thought we had one by Felix, but he says 35 nothing. So, all right. Your prediction, John. Not my prediction. Well, I think last week or whatever for the Northern Illinois game, I said the offense needs to score 30 to show they can do it. Uh, I'd say take it up a notch. Uh, the offense scores 30 at a minimum, and the defense scores 
So I would go with the score like 38 to 42. We'll keep him out of the end zone. I like the 42 to, you know, it's 38 to nine. I don't think anybody said 38 to nine, did they? No, I don't believe so. I think we should win this handily. I really do. I think our defense should, you know, be Johnny on the spot and pick some balls off. And there was probably a man care joke there that I didn't do. That's okay. One of our uh, terrific Chatterfields will pick up on it. Looking at you, Fred. Um, all right. So you said, what did you say, 42 to 9? Did I? Or 38 I to 9. 38 to 9. Okay. 38 to 9. I'm did going you write to. that down? No. Am I supposed to? Yeah. I don't Aren't really you? Have a, no, I never write them down, John. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on. Let me write it down. John, 38. Eight to nine, and then oh Greg. I think we're going to do even better. Uh, oh gosh, Husker Bob, come on now. Um, Husker Bob says 52 to two, Stim scores a safety for L- uh, losing <laughs> an attack. Poor guy. Um, he's not, he's not going to escape anything. Um, so I think this is the game where we really have a strong showing. Uh, on the scoreboard, I'm going to say that uh, we win this one. I'm going to do math. I like the idea of kicking a field goal or two. Da, da, da. I'll say 45 to six. Forty-five to six. How, what do you What do you say? Good. You like that's, it, John? That's a good score. Yeah, that's a good score. It right. would be a nice score to see. It would be. It would be nice to keep them out of the end zone. Um, and and show that you know and look we defense has done has has played very admirably uh got to keep that momentum rolling keep that confidence at a high level don't look past louisiana tech thinking about michigan uh stay within the confines of the game and pick up a nice big win from the home crowd so all right okay i think that's it that should be it I mean, we always say we're going to keep this to about an hour. Yeah. Then you start in on the hair care thing, and it's all shot to hell. That's not me. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's the Chatterfields over here. So, um, all right. That is it, everybody, for this episode of the Five Heart Podcast. We appreciate you all greatly. As I say, just about every week now, we know you have a lot of entertainment options uh, for you on a Thursday night. We appreciate the time that you spend with us. So for my my good buddy, uh, our founder, our fearless leader, Mr. John Dam Johnson. I'm Greg Mahachko. This is the Five Heart Podcast. We remind each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. John? Go, big Greg! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I, I, there are no words. What? <laughs>